0: Welcome to Ordinary People Extraordinary Connections. A podcast all about helping you comfortably connect with others in any situation. Hosted by Leanne and John, this podcast is proudly brought to you by Fortitude at Work. FortitudeAtwork.com.au. Welcome to Ordinary People Extraordinary Connections.
1: I'm Gillian.
2: We'll going not Gillian. <laughs> I'm Barbara. No, not even close. <laughs> Who are you?
1: <laughs> oh, you need to ask now after 20 years. You're going
2: you're gonna to be in that sort of mood? I am. Okay. I'm Leanne. And I'm John.
1: Oh, my Johnny.
2: Yes, that's me. You're
1: yeah, my Johnny. Okay. So what are we talking about today, Johnny?
2: I have absolutely no idea. Well,
1: we are actually talking about something that Skyhook's made very, very famous. Now mar- show us your age. Marijuana? Oh, probably, but no.
2: Okay.
1: What do you think it was? It's ego. Ego, that's right. What oh. did they say? They said it's not a dirty word. Hmm. But my question to you is, is it, Johnny? Is it a dirty word?
2: I don't know. What What is ego?
1: Oh, that's a really good question. What is ego?
2: Okay, well, help me out.
1: Well, we could go to the traditional, you know, Freud definition, but I don't really want to get... Too theoretical. I think we need to just, you know, keep it practical. Something we can all grasp onto. And I think ego is um, is a a sense of self. Perhaps Mm -hmm. it's more than that, really, isn't it? It's um, it's. Could I be so bold as to say um, it's it's often a decision driver.
2: A core. Motivating influence.
1: Ooh, a core motivating influence. That's a, That's very, a really yeah. good, actually, very good definition.
2: Yeah, I just thought I'd throw that in. So it's a, it's the, the middle of us which uh, motivates us um, to do things in the world. Uh, does that sound right? Yeah,
1: yeah. I, and I think it's, <laughs> it, it's not a simple concept, really, because mm. I think it's tied in with perception as well, and I think it's got to do with um. Um, my perception of self, but also my perception of how, ironically, of how others perceive me.
2: Okay, all right. So, it's a it's your identity, both personal and from. Uh, without, is that sound much? Right? Yeah, it's yeah.
1: almost. And I saw somebody talking about this on a, I think it was a podcast interview. <laughs> I heard someone talking about this on a podcast interview yesterday, which I agree with. It's kind of like it's how I perceive you perceive me. Okay. It's my perception of your perception of me.
2: Well, oh, okay. All right. So um, if, if, you're gonna, if we're going all the way back to identity, then we have to go back to um, how we created that in the first place. Um, uh, our sense of self is a result of all of our experiences from day one. So um, when we were uh, pulled into the world from the womb, and then as we uh, wander around the world, we start getting all of these uh, messages, all of this programming right. that, that says that this is uh, who I am and how I'm supposed to act. Right. And that that will be different depending on where you were born in the world and what time in history you were born in the world. But um, uh, as an individual, uh, you you pull all that together and you say, okay. This is right. This is wrong. Here's my beliefs, my values, yeah. my, my morality, um, what my motivators are to achieve in the time I'm here. Yep. Um, and, and, and there you are. That's who you are. Yeah. And, yeah. I,
1: I almost think of it like, um, oh, and you can correct me on this as you so often do.
2: I don't think I've ever corrected <laughs> never happened.
1: I often think of it a bit like the way we read colour. In the world, yeah. so isn't color really bouncing off an object and then going into our eye? Mm. Right, yeah. so I kind of see ego um, along the same lines. I, it's, it's how our being bounces off the things around us, be it other people or experiences, and then goes into our psyche.
2: So we're a reflection of our experience yeah, in our universe. A, yeah, okay. great.
1: We're a reflection of our experiences <laughs> and our encounters with other people mm. and then our and our upbringing, I guess. And um, I was listening to a podcast this morning, in mm. fact, with um, Jeff Weiner, who is the CEO of LinkedIn. It was a fantastic podcast on um, – uh, he was being interviewed by Oprah. Mm-hmm on her Super Soul Sunday thingies yep. and um, he was talking about compassionate leadership. But he was talking about ego as part of that and about how we measure our ego um, using different values depending on who we are. So for some people, you know, uh, appearance is an important measure. For some people, health is an important measure. For some people, it's the cars we live in. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, for some people, it's yeah, it's our status in the world. They're yeah. all kind of egotistical measures. Education. What do you think?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, how much education you've got, how many degrees you've got, um, The your, your status in your uh, career.
1: Yeah, how much money you make.
2: Yeah, your political career, your professional career, yeah. your, your business career. Yeah, whether um, you, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: Own a house or don't own a house, or money, several properties. Money, money. yeah, money. Yeah, Money's often a
2: how much money and possessions you have.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. So, um, so the, I guess there's lots of measures around ego. Um, do you think the word's almost got a dirty connotation nowadays? Um, ego and being egotistical.
2: Yeah. Well, every answer I'll ever make will always start with depends. So, uh, <laughs> um, the 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 value of an ego. Uh, in the business world, was about um, confidence and about uh, leadership yep. um, and strength and uh, and if you had a good sense of who you were and where you were going, um, uh, the 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 lost sheep around you would follow. So uh-huh. so having a, a strong oh, yeah. so having an ego that that said I knew I know what I'm doing and I know where I'm going and uh, and I believe in it strongly and I articulate that well um, that can look like someone who who has uh, an ego that's working for them, uh, uh-huh. if their goal is to achieve. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that, um, uh, but then if you say, is it a dirty word, then you can say that um, it, it can seem uh, selfish. Yeah. And, um, and, and self-centered. Uh, self-centered, yeah. Yeah. It's got sort of putting yourself before anyone else in importance. Yeah. Uh, so that's, I think, where the dirty word yeah, yeah, okay,
1: in. that's a good point. Mm. I, I find it really fascinating because, you know, I work in the area of um, small business growth and development and I spend a lot of time looking at um, entrepreneurs and lately I've been doing a lot of work around um, who are they, you know, what's the typical profile of an entrepreneur. And um, I guess, you know, many of the, um, the traits... Of a so-called successful entrepreneur, and let's come back and talk about what that does, mm-hmm. um, is quite ego-based. Mm. Um, in light, in, in reference to things like they're usually um, very highly goal motivated. Mm. Um, they're very driven. Um, they have a. They're, they're quite confident. Yep. Um, And they have an internal locus of control, which means that they believe that they are responsible for their future and that they will create and are in control of their future. A type A personality, you know, I see something I want, I'm just going to go out there and get it. And so I guess um, they have an inner belief most typically they believe that they can achieve, they believe that they can go out and set the goals and make it all happen. Mm. Um, so that, yeah, I think confidence is probably a good word. So I would see that as related to having a healthy ego, a healthy, a healthy sense of self. <clears throat> okay.
2: And those people sort of wander through life uh, achieving and uh, revered and respected um, as, as people that, that make change. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I can see that, that um, there is a, a portion of society that sees ego as, as an advantage. Yeah. Um, but there seems to be, uh, there's another movement, of yeah, course, yeah. and that is that um, people who are becoming more uh, connected uh, to each other and nature
1: yep, and yep. the universe Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, and uh, don't see themselves as any better or worse than the next person, um, they see themselves as part of a, uh, a oneness uh-huh. Uh And that oneness is that we're all um, part of the same organism, if you like. Yeah. Um. And that uh, no one is better or worse. We're yes. all yeah. We're all just present and connected to each other, and all doing our best. Yes. Uh, to do uh, what we can as we as we wander through.
1: Yes. But, I, I, look, I don't think necessarily ego means that I am I see myself as better or worse than anybody else. I, I've given the profile of the entrepreneur. Mm. But that doesn't mean that I think that they see themselves as better. I just see them, I think that, you know, a typical character trait is is to be highly driven,
2: mm. but that, highly
1: driven to, to achieve, but not necessarily at the expense of anybody else. I think there's yeah. a lot of very successful social entrepreneurs that yeah. have, you know, social inches like um, the thank you group, for example, you know, it's driven by an entrepreneur, but they're doing a lot of social good in the world mm. and recognising that we're all connected to one another and how can I use my business skills mm. to better other communities?
2: Yeah, and they're very socially responsible entrepreneurs. Yeah, socially
1: um, responsible, that's correct.
2: Yeah, that's right. But, but of of course, there's also the very uh, irresponsible, socially irresponsible
1: entrepreneurs. Yeah, yeah. You um, know, the Gordon Geckos of the world where, yeah. where they say, listen, greed is good.
2: That's it. And they'll, uh, yeah. and they'll achieve their goals at the expense of anyone around them, and they also have a belief that uh, they are better, in that they're more intelligent, they're smarter, um, uh, and and they see people as subordinates and underlings and things like that. So, yeah, you get the full spectrum. Um, Yeah,
1: that's true. Like you do in anything, right? Mm, mm. In in absolutely anything. But, yeah, that's right. And I guess that's, you know, that's the almost, that is the dirty word, connotation of, Mm. of ego, is... I'm more full of myself. yeah, I'm full of myself more, more than anybody else. so
2: okay, so what uh, if we're if we're going to kid ourselves that we're going to find the balance, which is um, what everyone is always looking for? Yeah. so yep. so what's what's the balance uh, of a of a healthy ego that uh, helps you achieve your goals, but not at the expense of others?
1: Yeah, or or the expense of yourself, either. Oh, yeah, of course. Because I think if you don't have some degree of ego, Mm. if you don't have some degree of self-worth or self-belief, then you're probably going to end up feeling quite isolated Mm. because you may risk not feeling worthy. To yeah. be in the company of others, yeah. which means that you, yeah, you, maybe we we do need some ego within all of us to say, "I'm worthy of even being in your company."
2: That's it. And then uh, on the other side of that is an inflated sense of self. Yeah. Um. So, uh, how do you find the balance?
1: Yeah. How do you find the balance? Uh, how
2: do you find the balance?
1: And okay. uh, uh, look, that's 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 a really challenging uh, question because. It's been my experience, particularly when I look at the world of small business mm. and the role of ego in business ownership and entrepreneurship, is that when you, when you, you know, when we look at that profile I've described and that's fully embraced, then you see people who are positive and um, out there and, you know, working hard to achieve. And then if they don't achieve their goals, mm. it's that, um, it, it Equally, it's those traits that can be their undoing mm. and that can cause um, mental distress yeah. because suddenly I'm not who I either project myself to be
3: mm.
1: or others see me as. And therefore um, I can't reconcile my my sense of ego uh, with the reality.
2: Yeah.
1: And that that's the danger. So, you know... Oh, that's what worries me when I when I look at the research and when I read the text, particularly you know talking to students at the university and we talk about an internal locus of control and being very goal driven, you know that internal locus of control, yes, can work well for me because I'm going to make it happen, and I am responsible for my destiny. That's typically what an entrepreneur will think I can achieve. I'm going to go out there and do it. Well, that's equally damaging. If you don't achieve and if things don't work as you expect, then you go, Well, I was responsible for that. Mm. Uh, therefore, I'm a failure. Yeah. So, you know, just as ego can get you places, ego can certainly bring you back from places yeah. as well. Does that make sense? Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I suppose if, if, if only because I come from a place of trusting. Um, everything. Yeah. Um, so a person that, that puts all that pressure on themselves um, and then uh, believes in themselves and then they are faced with um, uh, setbacks yeah. or, or failures, Yeah. yeah. Um, then the, the key then is um, what do they do? So they, can, yeah. so they can see the failure as I am a failure and just fall into a hole and die.
3: Yeah.
2: Or they can see the failure as an opportunity to learn and grow. Yes. Um. And in that process, the process may be quick for some. They'll go, well, these things happen. I've learned from it. Let's move on. Or, yeah. Or someone else could actually spend a fair bit of time, uh, um, enveloped in that, uh, that that failure or that fear. Yeah. Uh, and and have to uh, process that over an extended period of time uh, of of uh, not having achieved what they thought they achieved, not not fulfilling their own destiny and their identity that they believed in, they lost. So they they have to go through a a loss of that. Uh,
1: Do you think that's okay? And the reason that I ask that is because, um, I know, it took me a long time to process my experience around failure in small business and... Uh, just recently, in fact, on LinkedIn, mm. um, where I spend a bit of time um, networking with business people, there's been a bit of a discussion at the moment around this idea of failure. And there's been a number of people commenting, you know, a lot of those platitudes that says, oh, there's no such thing as failure and there's only mm. learning opportunities. Mm. But the reality of it is that when you're in the midst of not performing to your desired levels, mm. it really, really freaking hurts. Oh, yeah, it
2: knocks you around it. Yeah, hugely. it knocks you around. It does,
1: and I don't think when you're when you're wallowing in that, mm. uh, I mean that in the nicest possible term.
2: Well, you're self-caring through that. Yeah, when mm.
1: you're when mm. you're when you're in the midst of that, I don't think the whole well, this is just a, you know, this is just a lear- an opportunity to learning of uh, uh, to learn when it's that painful. Mm. Um, necessarily helps at that point in time. What do you think?
2: Well, the the pain to gain is yeah. real. Yeah. Um, and if you, uh, uh, everyone in their in their roller coaster, um, will hit these lows, and they will make decisions on on how they manage those lows, and and wallowing is is an option, and in mm. some cases yeah. actually it's obligatory. Yeah. So um, it's
1: part of processing.
2: That's it. That's it. So um, uh, the feeling, the feelings, which we could talked about in our feelings podcast. Yeah. Um, and the value of that cannot be understated and that is to allow yourself to lean into the fear yeah yeah great
3: point
1: i agree and
2: then spend as much time as you need uh in that pain and i know that sounds terrible but the 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 value is in the light at the end of the tunnel yeah Um, so if you if you've got a a part of you that that holds on to hope and once again that's usually injected at some point in your early life about you know everything will be okay Eventually, In the end, yeah, everything happens for a reason. Yep. all those uh, um, uh, that that um, you know the, the the what's the one about the cloud uh, lining? Yeah, silver lining. Silver Every lines. cloud has a silver lining. That's it. I'm here for you, Johnny. Yeah, darkest before the dawn. Oh, yeah. yeah, they they came up with all of those for very good reasons because they're actually true.
1: Yeah, that's true.
2: So um, yes, um, uh, it is part of the process. And,
1: so yeah, so it's okay to feel the pain. Oh yeah okay to go in fact you're a great advocate of that aren't you like lean in like you said
2: yeah for everyone else except me yeah
1: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but touch it touch it yeah yeah
2: yeah and you, and even if you need to distract yourself from it and sedate yourself from it believe it or not during that process that's that's okay too that's what you need to cope um, I trust that too
1: and if you know, if you get to that decision point where you go, okay, I really do need to feel the pain, so I'm not going to medicate anymore. I'm, mm. you know, the the drinking too much isn't serving me well, the eating too much isn't doing well, the staying in bed all the time, the staying on the couch all the time. The denial. Is, yeah, the denial is not, I, I'm kind of hitting bottom. Yep. I need to do something. Yeah and you decide, okay, well, you know, I do need to do something, and, and you're saying lean in and touch the pain, touch mm-hmm. it. Um, how might you go about doing that in a safe way?
2: Well, it's, uh, without sounding corny, it's, it's all about love again. Yeah. Um, so if you um, allow yourself to feel the pain and to lean into the pain and to um, and if you need to sedate it or to distract yourself or whatever during that process, trust you 100%. Um, human beings have a, an amazing survival quality that's built in Mm. um that says um that'll do they get it they become exhausted Uh and and they say i've had enough and they 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 hit a, a, a a fork in the road and they can head towards um demise which is a an option or they can um having felt the pain have uh, have now got some clarity some of the clouds yep. have moved. but to start... feel
1: the pain they could go to a counselor for some support oh, yeah. through the process Sorry. they could call lifeline one three one 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 four
2: yep yeah um, connection
1: yeah they could connect with someone that they trust that's worthy to Ab- hear their story
2: absolutely and, and people do can do it on their own. Um, but because we are human beings, and yeah. connection is such an important part of that, which I think we're going to do another. Yeah, we are podcast, actually. I think on.
1: it's scheduled for next week. I think.
2: There you go. So um, uh, the value of connection with other human beings, um, so that you don't feel alone, yeah. and in particular, finding or, or sourcing out human beings that are unconditionally caring or loving. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yep. Without any agenda, um, is the key, and and you just keep, uh, and human beings will keep looking for that, and in fact, they'll all be already be aware of that. They will yeah. already have a, um, a a group of friends and family around them and they'll know the ones uh, that you can go to to yeah. feel safe.
1: Yeah, that's so true, isn't yeah, it? Yeah.
2: If they don't have the friends and the family or the one to go to to feel safe, then they'll they'll go and look for a service like, yeah. like Lifeline or a counsellor or a, a psychotherapist or yeah. someone. And once again, uh, it might not be the first one you come to. Yeah. They'll go, that didn't work. I'll keep going to a find one. That yeah. I feel safe uh, to be vulnerable in front of, Yeah. Uh, where I feel like I'm not judged and I'm allowed yeah. to feel my feelings. Yeah,
1: and and so I guess what we're talking about is kind of like an inverted bell curve. We're sort of going down and then we're going to come up and out the other side. And <laughs> so, so yeah. where we've we've started at the top with our ego. Mm-hmm. Um, Things haven't really gone as planned. And I'm so sorry, podcast people, you can't see my hands at the moment. It's an
2: inverted bell curve. It's going up and down. (laughs) My hands
1: are going up and down and up and down. That's it. So we we start, you know, we're starting at the top with a healthy, strong, you know, typical type ego attitude. Things aren't going as planned. So really our measure of self against our perception of self, ego, there's a gap.
2: It's out of alignment. Yeah,
1: yep. out of alignment. And so that gap actually pushes us down into the the, the, the pit, the yep. bottom. Yeah. i bottomed out and I'm leaning into that pain. Yeah. And then do you think once you've done that, is it true to say that you it almost realigns, it can almost <laughs> realign your ego or your sense of self and you may in fact have a different um, Ego foundation.
2: Sure. Well, um, uh,
1: after after that, it's almost like a renewal. Do you
2: think? Yeah. Well, if, if once again, if you can visualise this up and down motion like a, a, a roller coaster, um, uh, I call it um, gaining a livable level.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. So
2: if you you, you hit a, a a place in your life where you you are out of alignment, your uh, your perception and realities aren't in place or aren't in li- in alignment, you'll go down into your Curve, but you'll uh, mostly you'll only go down enough um, to touch the pain, yep. uh, and then to come out of the bell curve, saying that'll do me, and off you go again, and you come out a little bit stronger and a little bit wiser. Um, but once again, if you haven't given that pain enough attention, then uh, oh,
1: you'll go down again. Yeah,
2: and and people talk about cycles. Yeah, that's another way to think about it, and that is that if if there's a, a fundamental part of you, a, a fear of of uh, self doubt. Yes. um uh, or, or, or you've held on to a, um, a criticism yeah. that was that was a, that was um, programmed at yeah. a young age and that's the bugger that keeps rearing its ugly head um, it will keep coming back yeah uh, and keep asking you to give it attention um, until uh, you uh, and you will go and give it attention and each time you come out to a new livable level yeah um, and the cycle or the roller coaster the, the incidences in between these mm. painful periods will become less intense mm. and also less frequent.
1: Okay, so if we were to like if you could see me everyone you would say I was doing I guess a roller coaster motion mm-hmm. up and down up hills down dales. Yep. But when you talk livable levels and the more you lean in and the more you revisit it we end up with a roller coaster that's on a flat line. Well, it's actually, and not up and down.
2: It's actually on a uh, the alignment goes up so, so each touching, yep. come out a little wiser and a little stronger, and a little uh, and a better sense of self-love. So you go down into it, but you come out a little higher. Then you go down into it, you come out a little higher. So, so over the long term, the actual it's an incline. Mm. Yeah.
0: Okay. You're listening to Ordinary People, Extraordinary Connections. Do you want to spread the word in your workplace, community, team, or school? We're available to speak at your event or deliver customised training. Visit fortitudeatwork.com.au for more info. Uh, I, I want to sort of bring this back to, um, you know,
1: small business and reality and the entrepreneurial profile of a high achiever. Mm. And, um, you know, I, I, I blame um, the the regular media, I guess, for. Uh, not doing, not giving us wide enough stories around entrepreneurs because Mm -hmm. we tend to think of them as the Richard Bransons of the world. Yeah. And and in fact, Richard Branson is atypical, Mm. you know, he's, he's not the typical entrepreneur and I would class any small business person as an entrepreneur. Anyone Mm. who's taking risk, Mm. I think is an entrepreneur. And, um, and I think we have, you know, probably about a million of them in this country, but we could probably only recall a couple of them, really. And those ones we recall, we would see as hugely successful. We would see them as, um, you know, quite rich, quite resilient, very creative, always happy, mm. never, never unhappy, never stressed. And always wondering about where they're going to take their next skiing vacation.
2: So it's not a, not really an honest reflection of those individuals. No, um, because if if you've ever read if you've ever read a biography, yeah, or you've ever watched a, an authentic interview, um, each one of those, and I'm doing the quotation mark successful people, um, will have a story of pain. Yes, a, and and having gone down into their depths and having done their Touching of pain and coming out stronger. Touching of pain, and coming out stronger. Failing yep. success, failing success. Yep. They will all, that's the consistency between these people. The, yes. the problem, of course, is that the media doesn't, uh, if, if anything, they, they, they stick to, they are just amazing, wonderful human beings that seem to have uh, achieved great things without any Or pain. they don't
1: tell us enough about the pain points. We don't, we don't spend enough time. And I'm not saying that we should be telling negative stories because I think there's a lot of positivity that comes out of small business. Oh, yeah. Uh, most of us in business are actually in small business. So, Mm. you know, there's got to be something appealing about that. However, um, what we don't do is we don't spend enough time talking about the the struggles. Mm. We might touch on them. And I used to be guilty of this myself, I think. When I first started doing a lot of public speaking about Billy Goat, I would gloss over the, you know, the the, the short amount of time supposedly spent in my kitchen, Mm. you know, trying to put together a soap or a bath bag and then move on to, but look where we are now.
3: No, but know. in
1: fact, we probably need to spend more time in the struggle area yeah. um, to normalise that. Yeah. And if we normalise that, then we change the perception of an entrepreneur. Yes. And we make ego much more flexible and durable in the equation, I think. Yeah. What do you think?
2: Absolutely. And I, and I actually think that even when you did talk about uh, – your business successes you were authentic throughout that process where you did talk about the struggles and you did give it attention. So um, I don't think you glossed over it. You may have given it less time. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think you, one of the great attributes of what you bring to the world is, is the authenticity that you bring. Oh, uh, thanks, Johnny. And you do show your vulnerability. So the people that that are witnessing or watching you feel connected to you.
1: Oh, thank you. Um, So
2: more of that from Richard Branson, right? Yeah. So, so yeah, so if you you actually, uh, the right questions were asked or the biography was authentic from these successful people, you will see this roller coaster.
1: Yeah, and I think if we, yeah, more (coughs) of those stories and more more stories about leaning into the pain, then it would be okay for entrepreneurs to go, you know what, this This isn't all.
2: This is normal. Yeah. What I'm going through right now is normal. That's right. And it is painful and I'm feeling it. Yeah, but uh, anyone who's gone performing and and uh, been successful uh, with money and material yeah. or whatever have had to do this. It's it's uh, what's the what's the saying when you have, it's like par for the course or it's
1: yeah, it's the rite of passage. Rite or something. of passage. There yeah, you go. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So you'll feel normalised. Yeah.
1: yeah, you you feel absolutely normalised. And I guess too, um, when your when your reality hmm. doesn't match your perception, so it doesn't match your ego. When your reality doesn't match your ego. Um, if we could tell more stories about that, particularly in business, we'll mm. have a lot more people realising that that adjustment mm. is survivable.
2: It's actually integral. Yeah. Um, so when that does happen, it's not about, oh my God. Um,
1: what will people think of yeah, me?
2: that's it. You, you will still hit your pain. Yep. Um, but as M. Scott Pett said, um, life is difficult. Yes. Um, but the second you recognise that the difficulty is part of life, it actually is a little less difficult. Yes. So when you do hit that wall, rather than go, um, I am finished, I am ruined, it's, this is painful, but it's part, it's an integral part to my success.
1: Yes, Hmm. that's exactly right. So, Hmm. and I I think we, you know, that's why I love this kind of discussion around ego, because um, I think we need to be talking about... Normalizing the pain and we uh, that is inevitable at times, it doesn't have to be in business, you know. Mm. We all have times where we're not who we think we are, and mm. somebody reminds us and puts us in our place. Yeah,
2: well, business is just one of the things that, that people will attach to themselves. Yeah, it could also be that I, I want to be more connected to my spirituality, yeah. on, I want to be more connected to my family, yeah, uh, I want to feel more successful as a, a, a vegan. Yeah. Or, or as someone who's uh, who does good for my community, yeah, and they and they create that identity. So their success has nothing to do with money.
1: Yeah, that's exactly has right. Has to
2: do with love and connection. Yeah, uh, and once again, they may hit a wall.
1: Yeah, that's it.
2: Where their perception of their love and connection is out of alignment with what's actually happening. Yes. So if they then, in that moment, recognise that this is integral to my success, correct, then it takes the pain level just up a little. Still got yeah. to Still got a feel. That's it, right. But not quite as severe.
1: Yes, that's right. And, and eventually we work through that. And as you've said, I guess our, I, I think, well, I know just from my own lived experience that I think my ego has, uh, has definitely realigned over the years. And some of the worries that I might've had, you know, a few years ago about what will people think of this?
3: Mm.
1: What will they think of me if I don't have the latest car or what will they think of me if I don't, I don't know, yeah. if I don't go to that event if I don't make an appearance, what will they think mm. um, becomes less important.
2: Yeah. And I think we're, we're sort of in the, uh, uh, and I've probably said this at every stage of my life, but I feel like this is a, a bit of a golden age
3: mm-hmm.
2: for us. Yeah, yeah. Um, because we're, um, we, we have this wisdom. We have these experiences. Yeah. We have survived the pain. Yeah. Uh, we've been present to it and we've been present to others in uh, yeah. their pain. And we, uh, we've, we're, we're constantly looking for and practising uh, with mindfulness, uh, the value of, of trying to find the balance between unconditional love for ourselves and for all others, yeah, and to accept ourselves and accept others, and to forgive ourselves and to forgive others. Yeah,
1: I agree. That's
2: that's our mantras, but that's taken us fifty years to yes to I get know, to that point, with, and with and, the... and it's a constant practice. And we're not we're not experts; we're just in our journey. But it feels it feels aligned, for yeah, us
1: at the moment. And, and I certainly feel that. Um, um, yeah my who i am and w- and what's important to me and how others measure me mm. perceive me uh, is very different nowadays and i guess that is the luxury of age really isn't it it's mm. kind of i'm i feel a little bit more um assured in myself and i don't need the validation of others mm. but i care about others so it doesn't mean that i you know i don't care whether i've offend people or not I don't really I don't set out to do that ever mm. um, but I recognise that sometimes I do and sometimes there are things that I just I, I can't do about that so mm. you know I just have to accept that and um, and part of my ego has to include some self-love
2: yeah yeah. along the way it's almost a little sad when you think about it which is
1: egotistical the, in some way right
2: yes yeah, so, uh, <laughs> in a healthy way yeah, in
1: a healthy way so
2: uh, and the, the the great um uh, equaliser for me is that um, we will continue to practice and we'll, yeah. and we'll continue yeah. to, to see uh, the opportunities and, and to work with them and to go with them and stuff like that. And when you and I will be faced with pain again. We will have losses. We will have yep. a day will come when one of us loses the other, uh, oh, likely. No. And there'll also be days when we where our children may have losses or we'll have friends, family. So mm. there will be pain. Yes. Um, so And we know that. Yes. Uh, and then, of course, uh, we'll drop dead.
1: Yes, we will. As
2: individuals. So if we, um, uh, for me, if, if, if I can spend whatever's left in my life, which could be five minutes or, or, or 50 Whatever, years, depend, know, depending yeah. on medical True. advances, I could end up with a head in a jar. So <laughs> um, between now and that day, if I can uh, continue with my mantra, and that is to, to love myself unconditionally, love others unconditionally... Accept myself, accept others, forgive myself, forgive others. Yes. Um, uh, see the value, or the, or the, uh, the value in in feeling my pain when I need to, uh, and loving myself through that process. Um, and then on top of that, only because I'm a father, uh, would be to model that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, model that for my children and for anyone else who's watching. That's probably the best I think a human being can do. Um, and I, and I know I will make mistakes, and I know my buttons will be pushed, and I know that I'll. Uh, that I will fail at times, but uh, but I think having this 50 years of knowledge yeah, is, yeah. is going to make that very survivable.
1: So perhaps then that's a um, that's a that's a healthy ego, an yeah. example of healthy ego. Well, we're
2: heading towards that balance, right? That's what we're trying yeah, to find. It's
1: about so. balance, and I think we need to have that balance to be able to get on in the world with others as well. We need to have a we need to have a healthy ego and not an overinflated. Ego,
2: absolutely. Is that right? It Healthy
1: definitely. ego to get on with other people.
2: Yeah, and and one of the keys to that, I think, is is, is around gratitude. Yeah. Um So, uh, and I don't have we done one on gratitude? We should do one on gratitude. Yeah, we
1: should do one yeah, on, on gratitude.
2: So um, we will. We will. <laughs> it's, it's, I can
1: hear everyone out there, there nodding go. their heads. Okay, we've written that <laughs> down.
2: So um, uh, recognizing the value of life and the uh, and everything in it. Yeah, uh, and looking for the positives. Yeah, uh, and and um, having gratitude for the connections, like our relationship. Yeah, great. And our relationship, um, I think, is uh, has been integral to my personal growth yeah. uh, and my mental health, and yeah. I feel incredibly lucky.
1: Yeah, to, to have you have
2: you in my life. So
1: yeah, good stuff. Yeah. So that's that's um, I guess then we we kind of maybe we have to concur with um, skyhooks and. Um, and let them let them go on and say ego is not a dirty word. Yeah. What do you think?
2: Yeah, I think so too.
1: Okay. okay. Well, that's a pretty good way to
0: end this uh, little episode. Johnny, what do yes. you think? Yep, thank you. Thanks, everyone. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Ordinary People, Extraordinary Connections with Leanne and John. Connect with us via Facebook at Fortitude at Work. We'd love to hear your thoughts on today's show. See you next time.